You're listening to I Love This TV Show, The Golden Girls. Hi, and welcome to the I Love This TV Show podcast. I'm your host, Noelle from pastasworld.com. Each season of this podcast will contain a TV show in full. This means the length of the season depends on the length of the TV show. The first season is, of course, The Golden Girls. The Golden Girls, Season 1, Episode 24, Big Daddy. Dorothy enters the kitchen, and Sophia asks her to taste something. Dorothy says it tastes awful. And Sophia explains it was past its expiration date, but she wanted to check. She says that Rose came in scared and tired the previous night and tried to get in bed with her. And Sophia then tells a story about when she was dating Sal. Sophia, I told him, you're not getting anything till you put a ring on my finger and a donkey in my father's barn. Dorothy changes the subject back to Rose. Sophia tells her she kicked her out. Rose comes out and tries to explain, but Sophia cuts her off. She doesn't want to know. Blanche comes out and tells the girls her father is coming to town. Dorothy. I can't believe I know anyone who calls their father Big Daddy. Blanche. Back home, everybody calls him Big Daddy. He's the most beloved and respected man in our town. Blanche tells her that he is respected and that people would drive to Twin Oaks to ask him for advice. Dorothy gets annoyed and asks her if she is going to break out into song. But when she says he was a father to everyone, Rose misunderstands. Blanche. Big Daddy is a very special man. He's truly been a father to everyone in our town. Rose. Your mother must have been a very forgiving woman. Blanche laughs it off as she runs out to get some of her father's favorite things so he'll feel at home. Rose heads out on the lanai for fresh air. Sophia asks her to pull some weeds while she's out there. Rose runs back in screaming. A neighbor's palm tree fell into their yard during the storm. The neighbor comes over while they're out there looking at it and tries to tell the girls that it's their tree. His wife then comes over and confirms it is their tree. Dorothy offers to split the cost to have it hauled away, but he refuses, and so Sophia puts a curse on him. He then gets a bit mm, regarding I Italians. Dorothy gets mad at Sophia for putting the curse on him. She then goes to the courthouse to get a property map. She proves the tree is his. Dorothy. The tree definitely belongs to Mr. Martin, and it's his responsibility to remove it. Sophia. Play it safe. Stick with the curse. Dorothy. Ma, I've stayed with you all these years. Sophia is not amused and tries to put a curse on Dorothy. Blanche comes out in a very old-fashioned baby blue dress. She says it's similar to her Sweet Sixteen dress. She then begs them all to be on their best behavior. And they all automatically and simultaneously turn and look at Sophia. And she is confused as to why they're all looking at her. The doorbell rings, and Blanche thinks it's her father, but it's actually the neighbor. Dorothy shows him the map that proves the tree is his. He's furious and accuses Sophia of letting the air out of his tires. He starts making threats. He then rips up the map and refuses to move the tree. Dorothy is going to have to sue him. The doorbell rings again. Dorothy, quite angry at this time, thinks that her neighbor has returned 
and she opens the door quite rudely. However, it's Big Daddy, and he corrects her in how to properly answer a door and greet someone. Blanche then takes over, and he gives her a long-winded compliment. He then introduces himself to Sophia. Big Daddy, excuse me for staring, ma'am, but I've always felt that the stunning classical beauty of an Italian woman should be admired like a fine work of art. Sophia, you need boots to listen to this guy. She's not amused, and she gets up and goes to the kitchen. Blanche introduces Big Daddy to Rose next. He gives her a big compliment, comparing her to Dinah Shore. Next, it's Dorothy. Her dad leaves because he has some things to do. He has a surprise. He's singing at the Sage Bush Club, Brush Club tomorrow night. Blanche is shocked. He tells her it's what he does now, and she does not understand. He leaves, and Blanche expresses her concern to the girls. She plans to call her sisters. Blanche, you're right. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stay completely objective and keep an open mind. I'm sure there's some perfectly logical explanation why my daddy's lost the stuff in out of his comforter. That night, her dad comes back late. Blanche waited up for him. He wants to play her a new song that he's been working on. But Blanche is horrified by the song when he plays it. She demands he put the guitar down so they can talk. She expresses her concern and tells him she thinks he is crazy. She tries to get him to go back to Twin Oaks to rest. He tells her he's sold Twin Oaks. Now Blanche is livid. She goes so far as to forbid him from going on with his crazy business of singing. Everyone comes out to see what the yelling is about, and he decides to leave. Blanche feels awful about losing her temper with her dad, and she tells them that he sold the house and the land. They all head into the kitchen. Blanche is still in shock that her father is struggling like this. Rose then tells a story about her father getting chosen to pull the float in the town's 50th anniversary parade. Dorothy actually finds her story touching. Blanche says that it's not a single thing that she thinks of in regards to her father, but that he was always there for her when she needed his help. It's now the night of her dad's concert. They are preparing to leave. The doorbell rings, and it's the neighbor and his wife. He gets on his knees and begs Sophia to take off the curse. He'll remove the tree, he promises, tomorrow. She burps, and he thinks it's removed. Then she takes it off. He leaves quickly. His wife stays for a moment, though, and apologizes. She tells them that she did all those things to him. Gladys, I just want to apologize to you ladies. Leonard's been just terrible about this whole situation. That's why I did all those things to him. Blanche, oh, it was you all along. Gladys, except for the boil. That was just luck. They finally get to the club to hear Mr. Hollingsworth, a.k.a. Big Daddy, say. Dorothy asks Blanche how they get a table, and she acts like she's never been there, but all of the men greet her by name. Blanche then finds someone and asks about the second show. They are informed that the booking was canceled. She's told that her dad is backstage, and she heads off to go find him. She does, and she tells him how sorry she is about what happened. He said he shouldn't have tried the Beatle medley. He tells her he knows... He's not any good. She she then she doesn't understand 
how a man she has so admired her entire life can basically turn himself into a clown. He tells her that before he can go on any grand adventures, he met her mother. He'd hoped to go on those adventures with her mother, but she passed away before they could. He thought if he was happy, that Blanche would be happy for him. And she apologizes. Big Daddy. Life's too short to not forgive my favorite girl. He accepts her apology and the two hug. She starts singing the song he wrote. Then he joins in and they sing it together. I'll be right back after a quick break. Favorite quotes. Dorothy. I can't believe I know anyone who calls her father Big Daddy. Sophia. You need boots to listen to this guy. Rose. This is so much fun, it's like being in Gone with the Wind. Blanche. I'm sure there's a perfectly logical explanation for why my daddy has lost the stuffing out of his comforter. This is the first episode where we meet Blanche's father, Big Daddy, a.k.a. Mr. Hollingsworth. I'm still not 100% certain if his name is ever mentioned, the first name. He always just seems to be referred to as Big Daddy or Big Daddy Hollingsworth. And fun point of interest, later in the series in season five, the episode Ebb Tide, they actually go to the house that he's had forever that he had with the mom and have a funeral because he passes away and such. But they are still in possession of Twin Oaks in season five. Even though in this episode, he states that he sold Twin Oaks to finance his uh, singing and songwriting career and his travels. Oh, Bad Neighbors. Now, this one, I'm personally familiar with Bad Neighbors. I got Bad Neighbors aplenty. So, I very much understand the tree situation because I have a tree situation of my own. But at least her tree is a palm tree. And technically speaking, it was probably light enough to lift. My situation is a neighbor's tree that's grown more than four feet over the property line, so I can't even park in my own driveway anymore. And she won't do anything about it. So, like Dorothy, who said I'm going to have to sue him, I'm in the same boat there with her. On the plus side, though, at least she'll be able to pay for the lawsuit, because she's a science fiction writer, I've been told. But yeah, the palm tree, I'm not sure how many days it sat there. It would be interesting to see. And it's also interesting how... Immediately, he was like, oh, no, this isn't my problem. I'm not sure if we want to classify that as a man thing or just as a bad person thing. I mean, maybe we can go both because he clearly doesn't want to be neighborly. He doesn't want to be helpful. He doesn't want to be anything. He just puts responsibility completely off immediately. I love his wife's outrage. And then the fact that she was the one who did all those things to him. When Sophia put the curse on him. I'm still not sure that there's any such thing as a curse that Sophia can do. Even though I do have an Italian background, I've never heard of this either. Jinxing maybe, but not full on cursing. I do find it funny that she like picks a football game to discuss and prove that she can put the curse on people. But yeah, the wife really, really cracked me up when she like admits she did all that stuff to him. Except for the boil. The boil was just bonus good luck. But I mean, she was pumping up her karma points and getting revenge on him for being such a jerk. 
parents getting older. Yeah, that's always a scary, scary thought. You know, it's like it's something that we all will have to deal with at some point unless our parents aren't lucky enough to live to be older. You know, it's like I've got friends who their parents have gotten dementia. There's been cancer, a whole plethora of health issues that, that start happening. And thankfully, her dad was actually still in good shape. She just didn't understand what's going on. But when it gets to the situation where there is an actual problem, it becomes our problem because we're their kid or kids. You know, if you're an only child, then it's a little more challenging than if you have brothers or sisters or if you even have both. You know, but yeah, it's like you hope that you get to see your parents grow old. They get to have as much time with them as possible. But sadly, it is not always what you get. I hope everybody has a great week. Stay golden. Thanks for tuning in to the I Love This TV Show podcast. If you would like to make a donation in support of this podcast, you can through Cash App to Pasta26MC. That's pasta, like the food, the number two, the number six, M as in monkey, C as in cat. If you would like to sponsor this podcast or advertise on it, please send an email to t2podcast at pastasworld.com. As always, you can go to pastasworld.com for more information. It's been great reliving this episode with you. Please check out the podcast website, anchor.fm forward slash I love this TV show, no spaces. You'll be able to see the show notes and also support this podcast. To check out everything I'm up to and nerding about, head over to pastasworld.com. You'll also find additional content there. Thanks for listening and stay golden. (laughs) 